What's good, everybody? Welcome into your daily sports betting brand of record. We like to call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it's not even close. What a busy weekend we have at the brand at Sportsline. Every single sport except the UFC that you can think of, we've got a pick for you. We're covering it this weekend. Now, before we look forward, as always, we must look back in a really good day at the brand on Thursday as we hit a bunch of straight picks. Mikey B hit the Bucks. me and Mikey cleaning up in golf, and then also Xavier last night. Nice little comeback, down eight at halftime. They came back to win the game on the court in what was one of the best games we've even watched in the postseason uh, this season. Now, let's bring in the stars of the show on this Friday as the women take the court tonight in the Final Four. Calvin Wetzel, welcome back to the Early Edge, sir. It's good to be back with you, Coach. You can tell I got a different background. This is a hotel. So if my internet goes out like last week, you can blame the Marriott Wi-Fi. But the reason I'm in a hotel is because I'm just down the road from the Target Center in Minneapolis, where I will be covering both games tonight live at the Final Four. So I'm fired up to see some high-level hoops in person. I think it's going to be terrific. We got, what, three one-seeds and a two-seed in UConn. It's going to be uh, tremendous. Can't wait to get your storyline and your picks here in a second. But, Mikey. Me and you and Jeweler, we're all over the Valero Texas Open today. We are all over the Valero Texas Open today. And I just, you know, it's April Fool's Day. We have to start with a little bit of a joke. And I want to tell you, it's my favorite day of the year to give sports information because if I'm wrong, I'm literally just going to tell you. (laughs) I did. I did see a few things on social media this morning and I forgot what day it was. And I was like, this can't possibly. And then I was like, okay, all right. They're just messing with me. So. Uh, this day, it's a win-win for all of us today. It really, really is. All right, let's let's, let's get into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And I got to tell you, the NBA right now, we're clicking pretty good. Sports line, the models are clicking pretty good. But you've got to keep in mind, not every game is going to be like the Bucks and the Nets last night, which I saw you, Mikey, on social media. Give me seven of those games, too. But it's all about injuries, who's playing, who's not. Start us off. Yeah, there's uh, definitely give me seven of that series. But uh, this is the time of the year where we really see the tanking. We really see some teams resting in some key spots. First of all, Memphis tonight. We already know John Morant is out, but Stephen Adams, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyus Jones, Desmond Bain, all listed as doubtful for this game tonight against the Phoenix Suns. And then the game I really want to hit on is the Milwaukee Bucks. Nobody is listed on the injury report here yet. However, they picked up a big overtime win last night. This is a spot where they get to play the Clippers. Paul George, I expect him to sit this game. I expect him to play one of the two from last night. So don't be surprised if you see some late injury news on both sides in that game. If you're looking at betting it, I would maybe either grab it early now on which side you think someone sits out or wait it out because I think we definitely see some late afternoon injury updates today in the NBA. And did the Bucks play overtime in Brooklyn last night, but the Clippers played overtime in Chicago, losing, blowing a big late game lead to the Bulls and what was a big game for Chicago. So both teams could be affected here tonight. Keep an eye. Follow my man Mikey on Twitter. He's always giving you updates uh, throughout the day. Now, let's get into our place from Minnesota. Because tonight, for the first time ever in the Women's Final Four, Calvin, what are the sports books giving us? Talk to me. It's been a long time coming. We've been trying to, you know, push for equal betting options on both sides. And for the final four, FanDuel and DraftKings have rolled out player props, which is a huge step in that direction. So 
definitely go check those out. There's a couple that I like. The couple lines I think are too low on FanDuel in terms of player points. I think Zaya Cook at 8.5. She struggled to shoot the ball a lot recently, but Louisville knows that, and they're going to game plan for that and give her a lot of looks. So I think she's going to get the volume to clear that line. Just has to make sure that the shots go in. And then Haley Van Lith at 17 and a half. She scored 20-plus all four tournament games so far. South Carolina's defense is obviously great, but for someone on that much of a heater, I think that line's a little bit too well, too low as well. So check those out. Make sure you're going and looking at those other player props as well. Yeah, speaking of FanDuel, by the way, if you guys aren't, paying attention to what our guy Mad Max of the Thunderdome is doing. He hit another plus 6,000 same game parlay last night. He has been on fire, and you can only play those at FanDuel, and he posts those every single day. It's been amazing to watch what he is doing. All right, let's get into our plays for the day, and I'm going to start on the ice in hockey. Buffalo, they've been an absolute cash cow on the puck line as of late, so we're going to lay the juice at minus 160, but we're going to get – Plus one and a half. This game drops a puck at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I love this play. Then our second play, we're going to go to the Memphis game that Mikey was just talking about. But we're going to take the Suns, minus six and a half. They're playing a really, really good basketball. They're, they want to head into the playoffs playing on a positive note. So when you play a Memphis team who's also been red hot without five or six of their top players, that means they're punting on this game. We'll take the Suns and we'll lay the six and a half. Now, <clears throat> we've got a lot of golf that is starting in the next couple of hours. We are golf heavy today because we cast a couple yesterday. So, Mikey, oh, I need something else today. You know the drill. Son, oh, give me something from Texas. Give it to me. All right. Round two matchup. Brendan Steele minus 130 against Lee Westwood. Found this over on DraftKings. This is a little juicy, but I still like it. I make this one all the way up to minus 144 in the simulations. Close to 59% uh, winner there for Mr. Brendan Steele. What we love here from him is he is elite in terms of strokes gained off the tee, which is something we really value at this course. He rates fifth on tour. No surprise after round one, he was second in the field on strokes gained off the tee. Meanwhile, Lee Westwood, he gained 3.8 strokes around the greens and was still negative on the round and strokes gained overall. We don't expect him to necessarily repeat that number. What we love about Steele is he's so good off the tee, puts him in positions to not make mistakes on this golf course. Take Brendan Steele, minus 130 over Lee Westwood. Yeah, also to back you up on that, Lee Westwood played last week in the match play and historically, historically, when he plays back-to-back -back weeks, Certainly since his 40th birthday, he backtracks a lot because age gets to him and he has to walk uh, quite a bit. So I love that play. I'm quickly going to do my two plays because you need to get him in. I'm going to go Matt Kuchar plus money, plus 110 over Gary Woodland. Kuchar got off to a great start yesterday. At this course, he has been dynamic, dominant over the years. This is his 500th career start. He's very, very motivated because he's gotten off to a slow start this year on the PGA Tour. So take Kuchar over Woodland today. Then also, Luke List over Jason Day. And if you don't have this matchup, I would take pretty much anybody against Jason Day today. He's really been battling back issues. His game is not sharp, much like Jordan Speed yesterday. So I love Luke List, who got off to a great start, 468. I think he backs that up again today. So give me Kucher over Woodland and Luke List over Jason Day. Now, we love women's basketball. And we love women's basketball here at the Early Edge. So, Calvin... I think you understand right now the position that I have put you in, the maestro's spot. So with all the focus tonight on the basketball, college world, on the women, 
Calvin, what do you got for us? We're going to try to live up to the Maestro's name with this. So <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we got Stanford minus one tonight over UConn. The really, you know, unfortunate reality of this one is that there's a huge injury on the UConn side that is going to affect this. You know, we've talked about injuries with UConn all year. They just got healthy. And then Dorka Juhas got hurt in that Elite Eight game. So thoughts out to her first off. She's one of three true posts in the rotation. The other two are very foul prone. Leah Edwards fouled out in that last game. And Olivia Nelson-Adota played long stretches with four fouls. I think without some home court officiating, she might have fouled out too. Uh, we saw Lisa Cunane get some easy buckets in the post, you know, when when those players went to the bench or when Nelson Adota was kind of not being as aggressive on defense. I think the Huskies are going to have to go small at some point in this game because of those foul issues. And I probably would have had this Stanford two or two and a half even before that injury. So since sportsbooks really don't adjust for that thing, that type of stuff too much yet in women's basketball, we're going with Stanford minus one. I also got a lean on the other game. If you want to bet on South Carolina, Louisville, that's at plus eight and a half or plus eight at some books. I like the Louisville side of that one. I, it's not the official play on the show, but for this point in the season, when you're talking about really four of the top five teams in the country, I think a three possession spread is just too wide. It's a lot for two one seeds, for one seed over another one seed. So I agree with you on that. By the way, that UConn injury was brutal, and ESPN got a lot of heat for it because they showed it and showed it again. And it was nasty, that wrist. And uh, she's a big-time player for UConn, so that's a big-time loss. And I agree with you. This is as close to a pick as you're ever going to see when one of their big players is out. I love the Stanford play. All right, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of the jeweler. It looks absolutely glorious. Look at all these plays today. Calvin's on Stanford minus one and leaning a little bit to the Louisville side in the second game. Then from the site, Fresno State. It seems like we've had this play on the board for four or five days, they're finally going to play this game tonight down in Coastal Carolina. But we love Fresno State. They're a much better team than Coastal Carolina. Then we're on the Sabres plus the one and a half on the puck line. Then the Suns over the depleted Memphis Grizzlies were laying the six and a half. Then Mikey still over Westwood. Jeweler McNeely over Hadwin. And I'm Kuchar over Woodland List over Day. Now, Jeweler, come on and explain yourself with your round two pick, but also with your gym. Okay, so like you mentioned, round two, we're going to take Maverick McNeely over Adam Hadwin. Uh, Maverick McNeely, we're going to keep with the Stanford theme here because he is also a Stanford kid himself. He had an absolutely phenomenal ball striking day yesterday, led the field in strokes gain approach. Only thing that didn't work out for him was the putter. Uh, I always like the guys who are having a bad putting day going into uh that get backed up with solid approach as opposed to the other way around, because if you're hitting the ball poorly, but putting well, that means the putter's making up for a lot of faults in the game. Uh, as far as the gyms go today, just a couple of little sprinkles on some outright winners. We're going to take Rasmus Hoygaard plus 1400 to win this week. And then also Siwoo Kim take that into the weekend at plus 2,500. Uh, just a couple of little bullets. I, I like the way they're playing. They're both proven winners. Whenever you look at the top of this board, not a lot of winners. I'll take guys who have won in the past. Hoygaard, not a winner on the PGA Tour, but he's been very good on the DP World Tour, formerly known as the European Tour, uh, over about the last couple of months. So Hoygaard, Sibu Kim, let's hope they win on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't win on Sunday because I have Adam Hadwin ticket that I'm sitting on. So a part of me is tempted to 
challenge you to a showdown, but I'm not going to do it because I'm a big fan of McNeely also. So I'm just going to let that ride and enjoy it for what it is. Now, I had somebody on Twitter yesterday say, Coach, can you please stop saying that Hoygaard is brand new? Please stop. And I said to the PGA Tour people, he is. If you watch the European Tour in the middle of the night, yes, you know who he is. But PGA Tour fans do not. You're going to know after this week. By the way, he was T6 last week at Punta Cana. So he knows how to compete on the PGA Tour. Thank you, Jiller. Appreciate that. All right. It's going to be a busy, busy weekend. By the way, don't forget, you all have missed buckets. You've missed Martin W. Green. Well, the international soccer break is over. And if you follow buckets on Twitter, he has five big plays up today. One of those in Bundesliga. And you know how much we love the German Bundesliga uh, competition. So we've got back today, and of course, they'll be back all weekend. So stay tuned. Turn on those notifications. You don't want to miss one play as those guys have been, like, trying to get out of the blocks for two weeks, and we're back at full strength this weekend. So as we get set for a huge weekend, there's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. My entire crew, love them all. M Square, Calvin. And, of course, the jeweler who puts it all together here at the brand. Never let a day go by without counting your blessings. We love this so much. We love you being a part of it. Tell all your friends. You want to have fun? You want to learn a little bit? You want to be educated and entertained? You know there's only one place. We like to call it the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.